0: this is your host Corey robertson with my soundman extraordinaire rico g what's going on everybody yeah we got a nice uh nice balance of topics today some entertainment some politics a little bit of tech so yeah let's go ahead and get on into it um as we do let's go ahead and start off with the netflix picks um i definitely uh caught up on some good ones I tried one that everyone's been recommending, and I thought it was a flop. Which so, one is um, that? Let's let's hear it. I'm excited. Okay, we'll start with that one, one then. Um, I watched you. Ooh, all right, go ahead. Let me hear what you. Let me hear what you gotta say. I don't enjoy that show at all, <laughs> and it's really telling because Carolina has shown very little enthusiasm as well, and she's usually like a good compass of whether I should just stick it through or not yeah and when she's like mm, "Nah, this is just weird i gotta stop and say <laughs> okay
1: this I is mean, from the face of it i would have to, again like i really like all these little i really like the little previews that netflix puts in with these shows because it and really gives me i wouldn't say it's a spoiler <laughs> but it definitely gives me like the tone of the show and yeah. usually based on that i could tell Absolutely. whether or not they're I'm gonna watch great something.
0: clips I, I have i will agree yep. that um those preview trailers have They'll, they'll, if you can't watch that and decide whether you like the, or want to watch it, then nothing's gonna. Convince you.
1: <laughs> I didn't even watch the preview in its entirety. Just some of the shit the dude was saying, and I was like, "All right, guys, I'm out. I'm gonna see y'all later." He was like, "I want you to be the best person that you could be," or some creepy shit like oh, that. Yeah, 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 and I was know. like,
0: "All right, well, bro." First of all, I I didn't I I like I like my 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 bad guys to be bad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they do a lot of humanizing of him, and I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. If you're a stalker and a murderer, yes, that overshadows all the good you've done. There's no amount of people you can save to, to right the evil that you enact on people. right. That's a fallacy. you know what Absolutely. I mean? And so they tried to humanize him, which I wasn't into. Um, and he was I, I, I'm not sure if he was saying a lot of the things he was saying, ironically because he's mentally narrating um portions and like i'm just gonna go ahead and because this is all in the first episode so if it's spoiler it's spoiler so i'll give you the uh the the alert at <laughs> do it at minute one do um, it but like so a girl introduces herself to him she likes his swag and so they hit it off she pursues like she throws out a lot of information to kind of like oh this is my name this is how you can contact me kind of thing which is already like yo you've known him for a whopping too much yeah you've known him for a whopping five minutes you guys commiserated your dislike of certain people and now you want to give him your private information Sounds wild but anyway so she initiates a friendship with him and then later on in the episode he's stalking her and he's like oh you have terrible taste in friends and it's like and she chose you are, are you just that lacking in self awareness that you're going to make that comment and not realize that you're a stalker? Like, right. come on, my G. But it's
1: one of those things where, like, is there, like you said, is the writer being ironic or is he like patting himself on the back? Oh, I'm clever. E- either way, segment, it wasn't entertaining. Exact- it could
0: be either way, but unfortunately, I dislike both of those.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, uh, from what I gathered from that, it, that sort of made me just feel like um, Nightcrawler, the TV series. Yeah. That's basically the vibes i got from that
0: yeah yeah nightcrawler was another one of those movies where where they didn't even humanize him but he just never got his comeuppance in the end and so i felt very
1: unsatisfied. i didn't didn't like that at all he just rides off into the sunset with a dope car a new job
0: uh i think i didn't like it because it was so indicative of the reality we live like yep the (laughs) shit bags get away that's america yeah and I was like, no, this is supposed to be an escape from the reality I live. <laughs> if I wanted to see somebody do fucked up things and get away with it, I'll just watch, you know, PBS News. <laughs> but yeah, that one, not a hit for me. Doubt I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Um, it would. It, it, it's very low on the priority list. So I don't know if that's ever going to come back around for a, a real spoiler session. But um, uh, I watched a movie um, on there. And this one is an animated selection. Um, that is great for watching with kids. It's good for adults. Um, it's called Nino Cooney, Kuni, and it's a Studio oh, Ghibli production. Oh. And, boy, it's just a fun fantasy story. Really okay. well done. Great animation, great voice acting as they do. Um, that goes without saying for Studio Ghibli. But I'd highly recommend checking out that movie. Tons, of, and, and not for nothing, Studio Ghibli will always give you something to think about in their animated features. Yeah, the you know their I mean? shit is usually pretty deep. Hmm. Hmm. So, Nino Cooney is definitely a hot pick if you're looking for a, an animated feature to watch. And as I said, watch it with your family. It'll definitely be a, a good time for everyone. Um, but onto the what I was really been um, watching, which is the uh, the middle and end of Altered Carbon, which was amazing, very good, high recommendation on that. One. <laughs> um, I can't, I can't speak enough to. Um, I forget the main actor's name. But Joel he did. Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman. Wait, the, that's the he's
1: the main white actor. He's yeah. I don't know the Asian. So dude's yeah, name and, and, and so
0: as one of the themes in this show is the ability to move your your consciousness through, um, through bodies that they refer to as sleeves. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert! I'm about to get into it. So <laughs> season two comes out in like a month, yeah, man. Yeah, February 27th. Dang. I want to say is season two. So um yeah if if you don't want to uh have anything spoiled i would highly recommend skipping forward a couple of minutes because um yeah there's a lot to dig into with this show um one thing that i will that i am absolutely not tired of and if they're shoehorning if they're forcing it keep forcing the point and that is strong black women women fucking people up do it yo my g do it ah one of the main characters is a uh is a um a rebel leader. And the sleeve that she has chosen is a combat ready um uh body, but it's an African American woman and man the 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 combat sequences with her are amazing. Her ideology is, is amazing. Like they, they just they did a great job of representing her and um yeah, and then there's another um, African American woman um, that that comes about later on in the uh, in the series, uh, that is the child of of one of the characters who who the main character recruits, and she's another one, man. Once <laughs> once they let her out into the real world, man, ah, the murderous murderous tendencies. You know, there, there's nothing there's there's nothing that screams more come comeuppance than then than a black woman getting revenge for for having yeah. been, been abused <laughs> it's like the uh, like the dora milaje vibes yeah man just fierce and the ability to overcome deal with trauma that was all represented in there just i, I love that trope i hope it keeps on getting pushed and i love that it makes people so uncomfortable <laughs> i love that shit because it makes you know oh, you want to know just the same reason why i loved being so uncomfortable watching moonlight because it made me look at myself in the face and while it didn't make me question my sexuality it made me question why i would be so angry at someone else's expression of their sexuality and it makes me question why anybody would be so angry at someone else's expression of their sexuality you know what i mean like yeah it's, it, it, and, and I'm just going to kind of just bring in Moonlight because it, it so ties into this topic of because you see it in, um, in Altered Carbon, too, is like love and love transcending normal understanding of man and woman kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in, in, in Altered Carbon, towards the end, one of the characters is brought back, but they couldn't afford to get her an accurate sleeve. So they just put her into a rent sleeve which is just a white dude. And so it was a woman who had been placed into a man's body who had reunited with her I husband. I do remember that. Oh, yeah, the and fat dude, right? If I'm no, 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 oh, no, man, then I remember my treatment. The black so guy, that. the tall, slim black dude, the it's, ex-military guy.
1: I saw it when it first came out, and I haven't revisited so there's a lot
0: of things that are fucked. No worries. And so she reunites with him and takes him maybe three or four minutes to like get over, okay, This is my man and this is my wife in a man's sleeve, but it's still my wife at its core. And they don't manage to get her a new sleeve until the very, very, very end. (laughs) And so you watch them interact with each other as man and woman. But. I, I liked it because it didn't feel weird, right? The expressions of love and the the, the, the affection they showed each other didn't feel weird at all right it
1: still felt organic it
0: felt super organic and so i think that either something in me is changing or in their representation was just exquisite but it was it was really heartening to watch that and be able to enjoy it without looking at it and just being like this is just odd and doesn't feel right like it 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 felt good to watch in an almost natural setting you know what i mean i got you and so that's one thing that I really, uh, enjoyed about the show is that it was challenging in that way. It was challenging to conceptions. Um, one of the concepts that, that runs throughout the show as well is, is people being able to, uh, double sleeve, which is take your single consciousness and duplicate it and then put it into two separate bodies. It's extremely taxing and very problematic because first of all, there's laws that say you can't do that because the obvious reasons, (laughs) um, but also, when one of the when one of the clones dies, because usually you want to resleeve in a clone because it's really hard to resleeve in another body because now y- you're you're going through um, like a dysmorphia issue okay. that that sets in. But um, so you typically want to resleeve or double sleeve into a clone of yourself, and then what happens is if one of them dies. It backs up the mind, the, the data from from that person's mind, and then it has to recombine with the with the oh. other mind. So it creates issues of identity. Which one is the real you? And it's actually very thoughtfully uh, uh, encountered. That's pretty in, crazy. Yeah, and, and for the longest time, I thought that this was this had to have been based off of a book, but it's actually screenwritten by an author. So you can definitely see that. She takes a lot of the um, of the literary uh, the literary um, devices and it transforms very well into the series. But yeah, um, I really I would highly recommend checking it out. But really exploring because it is visually impressive. But yeah, explore oh yeah, I'm so the good. ideas that are being presented because they're very unique, and um, I think that. That uh, there's a lot of discussion to be had around, you know, respecting people's religious rights. Because one of the things in the future is that the Catholics uh, write a code into the into the um, into the. They call um, oh, what do they call the the memory chips? It's called DHF, which is um, Digital Human Freight, but um, it's stack. Um, the stack is the, is the device that holds your consciousness. And the Catholics write a special code into their stacks, which, which does not allow them to be revived. Yeah. Ooh. And so there's that situation where respecting people's religious rights comes into a situation because they, the law enforcement has a habit of reviving murder victims to get them to testify against their murderers. Oh, but shit, when you murder a crazy. Catholic person they have code that will not allow them to be what they call spun up again. Yeah. So now they're running into issues with law enforcement and respecting religious rights, which is interesting. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a expansion of the idea of whether law enforcement shouldn't force, whether women can wear burqas in public. Yeah. Or in the that's cows. pretty
1: interesting. That's an interesting way to represent that yeah, idea.
0: Exactly. I was like, okay, that was a great evolution of that very same concept mm-hmm. that exists for, you know, as long as humans do and we have this idea of religion. So that was really interesting. Um and yeah, there's just you know, of, of course, there's a, a whole underlayer of the society of AIs <clears throat> that exist, the artificial intelligence um that they use to run different parts of the city. That that made for some interesting character interactions. I mean, the the show is extremely deep and and highly worth a watch, um, even if just for the action. It's got great action sequences. Yeah,
1: in the beginning, with the where the, they're like breaching that house and they got that uh firefight in the kitchen. Yeah. With the with the with the mech like suit like I'm not even yeah. sure, but it's those it's, are Sea-Tac
0: the... uh, agents, and so they they're humans inside of com- um, tactical combat suits.
1: Uh yeah, yeah, that
0: show is that show is amazing. It looks really good. It's amazing and and yeah, I highly would would say give it some time. Try not to watch it too fast, you know what I mean? Cuz when you binge it, it's so much coming at you. And <laughs> it might be why I
1: don't remember certain details other than oh, the fact that it's been so long ago.
0: As you can imagine, if I could say clone you and then put my stack in your body, now you have a doppelganger. Yeah. And the worst part is, is that that clone is key to my stack. So it's not like it creates any issues. I could do that without you ever knowing. You know yeah, what I that's mean? ridiculous. It, so and it's, then it's there'd really be a copy
1: of you running around doing shit that you don't Which know comes about.
0: Up, uh, that, that comes up in the show. <laughs> that comes up in the show where, where, where several people had issues that they were showing up in places where they weren't. And so, that's yeah. Crazy.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that show is dope. I can't wait. To, I might have to rewatch it before season two just so I can
0: I would, yeah, refresh oh, everything. Definitely, if you can get the chance to, it's worth it. But, yeah, those are the entertainment picks for this week. Um, Just real quick before I move on too much, uh, your boy has stepped into the social media arena. Oh, snap. There's a Heron's Back Home Back once where. again. Follow <laughs> it for the hot takes. See who catches the flames next. Now I'm joking, but I will probably start some kind of Twitter beef because <laughs> can't help I mean, himself. I can't. I can't. I can't. You can't give me a platform and I'm not spitting some kind of venom. Be like, yo,
1: this is me. It's my new joint, Heron's Home on Twitter,
0: bruh. But yeah, so um, definitely um, at home Heron, I believe is my handle. Go ahead and uh, follow if you'd like. You'll just get um, you know. Clever witticisms and episode updates. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I could find better ways to utilize the social media platforms. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. So if you're listening and you're interested in, in keeping up with us a little bit more, just go ahead and uh, follow on Twitter.
1: Yeah, man, give us some comments and stuff. You know what I mean? Some feedback, shout outs, all the yeah. kind of things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, on to uh, some entertainment news. And last episode, I had made a comment to some influential podcasters that I had uh, been uh, looking at and learning from and, and bigging up. And I just was remiss to uh, not mention two other podcasters who, in retrospect, are hugely influential in, in what I do, but also are great for the culture. And that's Talib with the People's Party podcast. Kwali. Let me tell you that podcast with the next podcast that i'm going to to mention has done leaps and bounds in bringing relevancy back to people who might not be in the public discourse of of hip-hop and urban culture and i mean people who are hugely influential i mean your supernaturals your planet asias i mean he hits up some of the best guests that i have ever seen in terms of just the lineup of, of people with something to say that's worthwhile to listen to. Um, he did a great uh, interview with IDK. Just a bunch of really, really, really quality artists. Um, him and then the other one will be Nori with the Drink Champs podcast. That podcast right there. Just the, the premise of giving people their flowers when it's due is amazing. Is His... his ability to try to mediate and be and be a, a middleman to to maybe beefs or altercations and try to bring some some unity to people who might not speak, I think is a great uh, uh, task to have um, to is a great task to undertake for yourself. And Nori has done a great job of, of representing that for the culture and just being a light for uh, giving people their credit when it's due while they're alive while they're here. You know what I mean? And and so I just wanted to bring those guys into the conversation as well because if it wasn't for them, I would not have been inspired to do what I do, you know? And shout out to Nori, you know what I mean? Not for nothing, I've met Nori before yeah, in public. So. He ain't going to remember me, but I'm that sad little squirrely dude who's always hanging out with Orlando. But uh, yeah, dude, I uh, just wanted to give them a shout out before I go on to, uh, too deep into this. But uh, <laughs> I heard Chance is doing the new punk what is that all about? That's Punk was supposed to be weird. a cool thing. Yeah. and Isn't Chance's brand being a cornball?
1: <laughs> a savage. I don't, I don't know much about uh, Chance's brand. Could be because I'm not a cornball. Who knows? That's but, what I'm
0: saying. My man branded as a cornball <laughs> who's accepted by all the hood niggas. But
1: um, I don't know. I, I feel like when Ashton Kutcher did it, it made a lot of sense. It mm-hmm. seemed like it fit his personality and... He had that kind of connection with a lot of those people. Um, I know this is the era of reboots, so we'll see how it goes, but I don't have high hopes.
0: Yeah, and, and it's being distributed weirdly. It's on an odd platform. I just thought, I, I, you know what it is, is that I can't miss an opportunity to laugh at Chance. That's fucked up. Because this shit sounded stupid. And I was just like, <laughs> man, come on, Chance. You just came off of that Rhythm and Flow show. You did a good thing. You know what I mean? Like what are you doing bro
1: yeah it seems like a weird leap but you know we'll see
0: yeah i just think he's looking for something to do after the flop of the last album but yeah i just wanted to talk about that real quick damn my um, nigga,
1: running out of the studio to do anything but music right now
0: yeah pretty much uh it looks like grammys just passed uh it was the lowest rated grammys in terms of viewership of all time from what i understand damn I mean, I don't know of all time, but it was a very in a the very Grammys
1: defense in the era of uh, streaming and things like that, viewership is bound to go down. In their defense, uh, but well, I just I think
0: know. the Grammys have have time and again proven themselves to be out of touch. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, mind you, that when the ex CEO left and decided to put them on blast, I take it with a grain of salt because she at no point recognizes that she was CEO while this stuff was happening.
1: <laughs> but, um. This company's whack. I don't know, I know who's running this. Like, yeah, like but I my G, it's you whack.
0: were there while this stuff was happening. So let's not, let's not do that. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm glad that she did put it out in the open because what it did is it, it pulled the veil from a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, it allows the dialogue to start. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and if the if the narrative is that the Grammys are out of touch with minority and urban culture, I don't know why I said and urban, but if if minority um artists and women are being are being discriminated against and most of the of the best music comes from minorities and women and clearly the grammys is not where you go to find out what what's hot and popping right you know they've done that to themselves mm-hmm. you know what i mean like I, i'm pretty sure people would love for the grammys to still be awesome no one's I don't think anybody as much as much as people were trying to to cancel the Grammys. There was some pushback. Nobody wanted to cancel the Grammys. The Grammys made it impossible to be loved. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's on them. But anyway, um, in my uh, end of year roundup, I did uh, say that Coffee was going to be doing big things, and she was honored at the Grammys. So for hey. what that's worth, I'm glad to see that she got she got some flowers. Talk about giving it to the mother still alive. Coffee doing it big on bod
1: want show out to coffee
0: mm, Don't know big thing and uh, wh- I, what I really did like to see uh, was the post I saw some clips of some post Grammys interviews and the two that stuck out to me was the one from Tyler and then Diddy was given some off-brand award on some side Grammy's uh, affiliate show but um, I just wanted to contrast those two statements. Because Tyler's felt extremely genuine and poignant and Diddy's felt disingenuous and and uh crybabyish. Damn. You know what I mean? And okay. you know, I guess I'll never be on revolt or anything like that, but <laughs> I just I, I just I hate to see niggas who always win complain about shit that shouldn't matter to them.
1: What was he crying about?
0: The fact that the Grammys is is, is what it is. It's a whitewashed uh, 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 dog whistle for white people to segregate music, essentially. And okay. while that point is salient, I don't need to hear that from, from Diddy. You know who I did like hearing that from? Tyler, the creator. Because when he comes out here and he says, I'm glad to win my Grammy, but it doesn't ring true to me when I don't make a rap album and you give me a rap Grammy. And then you got dumbass Charlemagne over here talking about, what's wrong with, with, with it just being a rap Grammy? Nothing. If I was rapping, <laughs> like, I just don't, I, like, that shit blows my mind. Like, how is it that people can't seem to understand how obvious the snub is when they give you an award for something you didn't do? That If you're so hard pressed for accolades that you can't see when somebody is actually insulting you by trying to give you a backhanded compliment then that's on you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's on you and Tyler kudos to you for calling it out like you synced it good on you bro because you didn't have to say that you could have took your Grammy smiled, went on and everybody would have been happy with you all the same everybody loved your album you have no dog in the fight of of, of saying that opinion publicly or even at that night but no, they asked you the question. You on the spot gave them the God's honest truth, right on. I fucks with you, Tyler. Go ahead with your flower boy shit. I care less <laughs> about who you fucking. My G, you and Jaden have a have a fun time together. <laughs> no, I'm for, well, I don't know. I don't know. See, that's the thing is, is that I I don't I don't know when the kids are playing these days. So when Jaden Smith says you my boyfriend, and then Tyler responds. Like a nigga who just got called out by his mistress. I listen. I'm not here to judge. Y'all niggas play with each other's butthole all you want. That, that ain't got nothing exactly to do with me.
1: How that shit happened?
0: That don't got nothing to do with me. I, have that. Have fun. Do your things, guys. Like that's cool. You know what I mean? I'm glad that you could be successful and have fun while you do it. That's hilarious. You know what I mean? Like I'm not hating on that at all. But yeah, I just wanted to contrast those two statements because Diddy went on in length and. I can't even, because, and, and that was the thing is, is like, Diddy was talking very verbosely, that's our word, <laughs> about the topic, and it didn't need, none, not all of that needed to be said.
1: Was he drunk, though? Was it, was he on that? Uh, I can't uh, tell when Diddy's drunk
0: and sober. <laughs> was he on the
1: Grammy spirits?
0: Could have been. All I know is, is that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not businessing too much with, with his complaints. Um, you're You're successful in what you do already be happy you know what i mean neither a rapper or a musician you know what i mean like i get it when younger people seek the accolades because they need ratification for what they're doing you know just for encouragement Mm -hmm. but when you're already successful and you've already done your your done to do and you're still complaining about accolades you haven't received (laughs) that just shows me you never deserved is that
1: what he was doing
0: that's what it felt like
1: i see i see
0: but yeah, so I, 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 I just, I was into, and also, oh, before I forget, I did enjoy the, um, the Grammys Nipsey, uh, tribute. I, well, as much as I'd like to complain about how they're disingenuous, they didn't know Nipsey like that. They snubbed them before, blah, blah, blah. All of that being true, they did a good thing by giving Nipsey Hustle a tribute and a good tribute. You know what I mean? Like, yo, yeah. You don't. If you're if you're a shitbag and you're want to do something nice for someone, do it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna laud you for it, but I can I can call it like I see it and, and say that that was a good thing you did. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. doesn't wipe away the years of of racism and and misogyny that that the Grammy uh, board has has displayed. But good job. You did something good in the midst of being assholes. Nothing wrong with saying that. Yeah. Sometimes
1: people need their their one point, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah, you
1: gotta give them the one point. I got point. my asterisks for one good deed this year.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, and yeah, just, uh, I had noticed uh, that there was a little controversy because there was, a lot of people keep on bringing up the allegations behind Kobe in his past. And it really pisses me off because this is, this is, This is just indicative of a society who can never, ever, ever let a black man be lauded for the things that he's done. Now, the allegations in the past were settled. They were not indicative of a chain of behavior. There are times when somebody shows a pattern of behavior and so you are to expect certain things from them. And there are times... When there was a misunderstanding between two people that needed to be settled privately that wasn't, but in the end, it's still between those two people. Because in the end, she took the settlement. The court accepted the settlement. No one ever, and and, and in this world that we're in today, it's way too easy to make your allegations heard. So, I'm not buying this anymore that, oh, she's too scared. No, I get it. There was a time when powerful men could do that to you and you would have a hard time. That's not today. And so, I am inclined to believe that whatever happened between them was resolved. So, to bring that up now is utter bullshit to me. There's not an open case. There's not repeat offense. There's not there there aren't there you know there's there's not a plethora of of evidence and and skeptical behavior for us to be scrutinizing here so let's let's stop doing that you know what i mean let the man rest with his fucking daughter because it's a tragedy and it's going to remain a tragedy and none of the stuff that you're bringing up is going to change that you know or not you know i mean in general for the for the media because white people love to tear down a successful black man they just love to do it and, and and it's really bothersome to me because there's not a lot of us who do that well there isn't and there's not a lot of us who do so in a way that can be a light to other people and so when we get one we hold on to that no he wasn't an angel but no he wasn't a fucking rapist let's not do that to him but anyway, okay, sorry. I just wanted to, to comment on that real quick in the social section. Um, did you see Terry Crews versus Gabrielle Union? I only
1: heard about the highlights, of that. Poor Terry's digging himself into a yeah, hole. Yeah, man. I used
0: to be a huge Terry Crews fan, but I don't know, man. Ever since his Me Too thing, I kind of, I kind of had to stop and say, mm, Terry, this is why I refuse to let black men Go down the road of not handling their shit. Handle your shit. You are a grown man with a wife and family, and a nigga touches your dick in a way you don't like unless you liked it. Now that's different. I'm not here to make a judgment on Terry Cruz's sexuality. If he's if he is bisexual, he was having a, a illicit relationship with this man and they had a lover's quarrel, that's not my thing. I'm not trying here here to litigate that. But if you're saying that you were sexually assaulted, my G, then there should have been a physical assault.
1: I don't know, man, because a physical assault is a lot easier to prove than a, than a sexual assault. And that Nick will throw your life away.
0: But then stand up for yourself and say, you know what, bro, this ain't going to stand because you're a man. At arguably, point, you're a man.
1: Arguably is not what he did when he came out and said it.
0: Oh, you mean like mad years afterwards, you know, hiding behind the shield of other women who were coming out and. In-
1: Okay, I'm, granted, look at it however you wish, but I still think that, like, like in that type of situation, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I'm not going to judge you either way. You feel me? Because you're right, you're right. Because behind closed doors, behind closed doors, it's yeah. your ver- word versus that other person's. But and- even
0: then, okay, so then don't physically assault him, but then, you know, move away from that management, maybe, you know, lobby a complaint with someone, but you got it where's the agency that's my thing is is that a lot of people are being made into victims and so they're handing over their agency rather than saying yes i might have been victimized but i didn't lose my agency i didn't give them my agency yeah but the i thing did what is, i could though, do afterwards the problem with,
1: with that is though you're always going to end up being t- it's always going to be hearsay because if you weren't one of the two people that in that rooms and everybody else outside of the situation commenting on it is just giving their opinions you feel me
0: okay but then let that let that be the case well or or then don't say anything about it my thing is that if you choose not to say anything about it i can understand but then you have to be okay in your decision not to say anything about it i'm not saying that you're wrong but i'm saying that you should be okay in your decision and to pile on to people afterwards just it disavows the responsibility you had to help the people who were after you when it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just I didn't appreciate how Terry Crews went about his whole Me Too thing, and then to come in and step his foot into this when Gabrielle. Now I I don't I don't know. I'm always I'm always reticent to jump to the racism and and sexism um, situation just because it's so easy. Just because there's some people who just don't like you. and has nothing to do with your race or your sex. Some people just don't fucking like you. They don't like your attitude. They don't like the way you talk. They don't like something about you. And no one has to like you. And so, unless there's real good evidence, I tend to not go there. But she felt that that's where it was with her. And so she made her statement. Now, for him to come and undermine that
1: definitely I think it was unnecessary oh yeah that was that was how are you gonna how are you gonna be able to comment on somebody else's experience you feel me i was saying if that's what she experiences what she experienced you're not her and therefore it's and super the easy i would to never not say not that, that my opinion thing.
0: of your experience overtakes your experience of your experience unless i literally am watching you lie about something that i saw you do otherwise I'm not going to combat someone's personal experience of something. Yeah. Like
1: and that's it pretty much seems like what he did. He openly was just like, Oh, them niggas is dope. They was dope to me. I ain't never seen nothing like that the whole time I was there. That's
0: basically what he said. It sounded real mammy ish. Like, 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 yes, sir. You, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it just sounded real bad when he, when he said it like that, like, Oh no, they were great to me. Like, All right, dude. What relationship are you saving right now? Because it doesn't. Yeah, it was
1: so weird. Like, why did you jump on that like that? Like, it it almost seems like he was mandated or prompted by something to do that. Because that's one of those things where it's just like, well, let me shut the hell up because that ain't got nothing to do with me. But he just dove right in, started digging the grave.
0: Yeah. So I I just hope Terry Crews recedes from public life and just continues to act because I love his acting. (laughs) I don't ever want him to stop acting, but personally i just it would be that's why i don't follow people it's funny because i have twitter i don't follow no fucking body that's what i don't really care like i don't want you to expose how bad of a person you are to me i like you in your pristine mental image that i have of you just you stay that way what do i need to go pull up a a twitter feed of you so now i can see how stupid you are now i'm good I guess the same could be said about me <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: what I was gonna say You, you just open your Twitter So uh, make sure you don't do it all these things You have just enough rope to hang yourself
0: Yeah, See, that's but I also Twitter am is. afforded anonymity Because don't nobody give a fuck about me yet
1: True well, again, that don't mean nothing because they catch these people 10 years after the fact. It's you feel true. Me? They're going deep diving to don't catch hit people. Me for
0: the Heron Home <laughs> podcast not, Twitter page. Exactly. <laughs> They're going to
1: catch you on episode 200 of so what you, you said in, in episode 3. That
0: China was the greatest geopolitical threat to Hello. America? <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> it's like you were listening to that? Yeah. Definitely want to send out send out some good vibes to Jamaica and Cuba. There was a earthquake in the middle of the Caribbean. Um, I don't think, it, I don't think that the epicenter was on landfall. So I just think they got shaken up a bit. Yeah. Maybe got some, some, some rough water patterns on the coast, but I hope everyone there is okay. And is maintaining because these things tend to happen in succession. So one hits, mm-hmm. two hits, three hits. Cause this was the second one today. Be careful, you know, be, be mindful of aftershocks so forth. And, um, yeah, I just want to make sure I, I say a word about that real quick. Um, On to some gaming news. Um, it's been really interesting because Pokemon has really been, I don't think, garnering themselves any goodwill with their business model. And it's starting to hit hit ahead. Um, you used to be able to to consume one whole version of, of a Pokemon release um, and you know, experience it in, in its entirety for about 60 bucks, 60 bucks. Um, and you're clear now they're getting more close to about 150 bucks to Damn. experience a whole Pokemon generation. And that's not, that's ridiculous. I, I, I mean, I don't know. It, and it sucks because I didn't have to be rich to get into Pokemon as a game and be able to follow it and keep up and enjoy it and it and because it was so accessible it was a you know i i grew to love it very much and now it seems like they're definitely leaving behind a whole subsection of kids um and moreover they're they're creating like a a division in in the player base you know because some people are just they're not going to be able to to keep up with all the expansions and yeah maybe for a a young child the base game will be enough but you know this game tends to grow with you and so as you play you know they're hooking children in a model that they'll be consuming for many years and so it's unhealthy to hook them that way especially because you're hooking them during a time when they don't have a, a good idea of the value to cost that they're receiving so they're paying into a system in which they're receiving very little value, but they're too young to discern that. And so the 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 Pokemon business model, I think, is becoming increasingly more problematic. And I don't know if it's going to be sustainable, especially with the low, I wouldn't say the low quality, but the stagnant quality of the games that they're putting out.
1: <laughs> it's like they're putting less and less effort, but charging more and more money.
0: I see. Yeah. Okay. It's exactly what they're doing. And and that's that's a shame because they make a lot of freaking money like there was a breakdown of their latest um so to transfer pokemon between pokemon games because there's multiple titles across multiple platforms they have a digital service called pokemon home and so they they actually did a breakdown of how much because pokemon Ho- home is essentially just a storage service so they broke it down to how much data you can possibly store on a pokemon home account versus how much you're paying versus how much they're making overall and i mean it's like a fifty thousand dollar investment if every single person who played pokemon maxed out their pokemon home account they're looking at about fifty thousand dollars worth of server space but yet they're going to be garnering close to 180 million dollars worth of worth of gross you know what i mean and it's like okay guys that's ridiculous like i get it you want to be profitable and you want to make as much money as possible but if you guys don't put any if cap, you, not limit. even a cap, but just like have a reasoning, say, Hey, no, our business model says that we upcharge 600%. So we took, which isn't crazy. Cause even if you were to take 600% of 50,000, you're looking at $300,000 in, 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 in revenue. And that should, and that covers your overhead, everything. That's profit. Most of that is profit, but they're making 180 million, meaning that they're upcharging you several hundred times. So they're charging See, you, so they're upcharging you like 13,000% of the service.
1: That's the difference, though. When you're comfortable charging someone 600%, it just at that point, it well, doesn't most matter. Most retail how hard models you go. start at 300%.
0: So See, whatever item that you're creating, you mark it up 300% to cover costs and make profit. I got you. 600% is what you get at like a big box retailer. I got you. But my they're,
1: point is the fact that they're comfortable doing that means that there's the fact that there's even a limit. It basically just means that that's how much we think that you're willing to spend. You feel me? We're gonna continue raising this exponentially. My my basic okay. mm-hmm. my point is like the idea itself is just fucked. You know what I mean? It's it's so the 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 gross just greed of corporations these days and just oh, yeah. how they their business model is
0: just and and so I, I wonder if if selling if regulation is is the key should should the uh, the Federal Trade Commission. Be able to to cap profits and say listen you can sell whatever you want we're, we're not going to regulate that because they barely regulate that as it is but you can't upcharge more than 800 percent and even that because that's eight times mm-hmm. what what your what your cost of input was and overhead even that's like a lot of profit you mm-hmm. know what i mean should we have a federal body that that studies and puts regulations like that into place because especially the reason why i think it's even more important now is because digital services can be monetized infinitely so if you don't cap it it's not like i can only make x amount of desks so i'm only going to sell x amount of desks i can upcharge as much as i want on those desks but i can only sell x amount of desks that's all i have if i have if i can duplicate my file a billion times and i can upcharge you a thousand percent i'm i'm getting ridiculous yep <laughs> but it's like a lot of times
1: all that stuff is i think yeah th- there should be regulation because a lot of times that stuff is transparent and because it's transparent it's prone to abuse
0: yeah and so I i, I
1: isn't transparent that's something
0: so that like. i would like to see addressed by a politician or somebody who's responsible for things like that. Not that I expect them to give me a genuine answer or that they wouldn't be beholden to their lobbying interest, but in our current paradigm, it would have to be brought up by somebody in that nature. So hopefully like someone like Bernie Sanders, or I even think like an Elizabeth Warren might be, even though I don't support Elizabeth Warren at all in this, in this election, she might actually be uh, okay with, with legislating something of that nature. Um, but yeah, definitely that's something that you should think about when it comes to your candidates is how do they, how, or what plan do they have for digital commerce, uh, regulations and protections for consumers? Because this goes back again to Nintendo's abusive refund policies on pre-orders. You know what I mean? We really yeah. need to pay attention to these things because these models are going to come to other things. Yep. Absolutely.
1: We've already seen it happen. The, um, Microtransactions from video games is spilling out into everything else. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Microtransactions used to be only like one or two games had that shit. Now it's now every single game maker has a game that does that.
0: Oh well, yeah, because it's a way for you, you can monetize that and then use that to fund the rest of your operation, for sure. I, I know that that's something that Squares doing. But yeah, uh, onto some tech politics news uh looks like UK is going to let Huawei build their 5G network it's a trap totally are you fucking shitting me it's a good idea guys <laughs> this and 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 let me explain why this is such a phenomenally bad idea because chinese companies will always legally be beholden to the communist chinese party always this is not just me being racist or national no it is part of their law system yeah they cannot resist the government they are subsidiaries of the Chinese Communist Party if you allow these companies to come into your country they will follow your laws and the Chinese laws and they will implement (laughs) the Chinese laws wherever they could find a way to now, this is problematic for censorship reasons, and it's even worse for the UK, which I know that I, I have a terrible habit of saying, uh, the when I mean to say Europe, I say the UK, and I can't do that anymore because they've Brexited, and so they're not part of the European <laughs> Union at all now, so it's, it's especially wrong to conflate the two, but um, yeah, in the UK, London is one of the most connected cities in terms of CC. CCTV surveillance mm-hmm. in the entire world more than Vegas more yep. than more than some Chinese cities like that city is entirely yeah. surveilled there's a
1: whole YouTube show about it and oh, it's yeah. terrifying
0: and and this 5G network that's being installed is designed
1: to utilize to all that
0: not just utilize it to be the platform for all of these things which means that there's no chinese company can keep any information from the chinese government it is illegal for them to do that they will do that they will follow the chinese laws before they will follow the uk laws and if you think that that doesn't have any kind of of, of ramifications for us how do you think that we contact british british uh, uh ambassadors and politicians and how do you think that we exchange surveillance? Mm-hmm. Do you think that at no point on the British end it's going to touch that five G met- network? Because I guarantee you, it's impossible. Bro, just- the proliferation of this five G network—if you, if you see the diagram of how they're proliferating it—there is no way. And 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 I'm sure the UK knows this, but and and I, I and I'm sure that the worsening of UK American. Uh, our relations has a lot to do with this you know not extraditing letting that woman kill that boy and not giving their family any solace i'm not saying that's the sole reason but that don't help you think that the continued american you think that when when trump disrespects um, um teresa may openly that that doesn't have an effect you ever wonder why you never get to see Trump meet the Queen? <laughs> because he's disrespectful. Yo, the UK doesn't want anything to do with... And, and, and they have their own problems. They're worse than us. The UK is just as bad if not worse than America. And this is why. Because the UK doesn't have the infrastructure or the defense to actually protect themselves if anything were to ever happen. So they are not only in the same shitty political situation as America, but they have no ability... To 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 isolate themselves from the world to try to make it any better. If America isolated itself from the world, we'd be fine. We'd be fine. Yeah, definitely. we don't. We genuinely do not need anywhere else in this world. Our diets might change a little bit. We might not always be eating fresh fruit, but we'll be fine. Absolutely, UK cannot do that. The UK is having a hard enough time dealing with all the eurozone all around it. So the uk is is, is going to be in a in a in a very interesting situation because once this 5g network is is installed and trump is out and we actually get a, a president that m- might understand the breadth and width of what's happening in the uk there's going to be a huge there has to be a huge cut in ties and they keep talking about how the uk is our biggest partner in the world no they're not they're not bigger in terms of in terms of trades they're not big the only thing is that they are big in terms of financialization cuz london is a financial hub and so yes they have a they have a quote unquote wall street they have a stock exchange in london that generates tons of of finance capital but they're not big in terms of what they actually buy from us right they buy a lot of military protection from us but that's about it if that's what they mean by big partners then shit the whole world is our big partner because everyone gets military aid from us we give military aid to people who don't even like us. So yeah, I am I'm, I'm really worried about that uh that that, that relationship, that farm uh, relationship is going to sour over time and it's just going to be in a really bad position for whoever comes next because there's no going back. There's no going back. I really don't like it's going to be sad. Like we really cannot trust the int- the intelligence sharing over a network that is compromised. compromised like that. And so, it's one of the many, 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 many things that this administration has has inadvertently pushed to happen by being terrible. Because this administration has started, and that's what I said when he first got elected, it's like, you know, America is what it is. I don't actually think that America needs a government anymore, but the real harm comes in the foreign relations that he's soured. Yeah,
1: the isolation. Mm. Well, he's trying to align himself with dictators, you know, so at first you got to break away well, from everybody else. And that's the thing is else. that
0: he's not isolating us. Mm-hmm. He's realigning us with shitbags. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. You know what I mean? If he was just isolating us, I actually think that would be a good thing. If he was just cutting us off from the rest of the world, the rest of the world would, do a lot be, would be a lot better off. Mm-hmm. But the situation is is that he's not doing that. He's just entangling us with with terrible people. Yep and then you got you got you got shitbag Feinstein over here. I fucking hate... I can't stand Pelosi and Feinstein. Gosh, those two women. Man, and and, and I'm uh, glad I gave some flowers to some women earlier, man, cuz I'm about to shit on these two cuz they're <laughs> trash bags, man. Feinstein now wants to is is the first democrat who is is openly saying that she wants to acquit Trump. Low. And you remember I she was the one I pointed out is who's the CIA stooge. Mm-hmm. She is she is absolutely in the pocket of the intelligence agencies, Trump has something going on. This, these are, the, I'm, I'm theorizing now. Uh, Trump has her by some kind of leverage through her connection to the intelligence agencies. It has to be because there's there's absolutely no way that Feinstein genuinely thinks. And if she does, please elaborate to me. If she thinks that he really deserves, give it to be a play-by-play play about how that's Yeah, let me work. let me let me really understand this because I think that you're she's a traitor, I think she's committed war crimes, I think she needs to be in jail, I think she's definitely aware of of the black sites and torture and and that whole. Uh, if, I definitely recommend watching the torture report with um with uh, Adam Driver because I believe that even though it's a dramatization it really gives a little bit perspective because we never get a real good depiction of what's happening in that situation. And a lot of it can be verified, what happened. These are things that happened in in the Senate, in Congress, and so all that's documented. And in that movie, you definitely get an interesting depiction of her as, as somebody who is firmly in the pockets of the CIA. She is pretty much how the CIA corrupts the congressional process because she you know being such being head of the senate intelligence committee i believe she is responsible for pretty much seeing all of the information that comes from the cia so when when malfeasance comes across her desk she turns a blind eye to it frequently which is what happened in the torture report she knew what she did was wrong she, she knew she should have never let those contractors get there and, and congress knew that that the cia was using private contractors with American money, to torture people. Oh, they knew. They are lying to your face if they tell you they didn't know. I mean, that's what the CIA does. Thank you. No one didn't think that they were doing that. So if you're telling me that you didn't know that they were doing that, then you must be lying because I knew that, and I'm not part of the Senate Intelligence Committee. (laughs) But yeah, I can't. The, The Democrats have really shot themselves in the foot. Between Feinstein and Pelosi, and the way that Pelosi has been... Has been uh, positioning this impeachment as a political tool. Those two women, man, gosh, oh, I can't wait to see them leave this, their their respective political positions because the country will be so much better without them. That's not to say that their Republican counterparts would be any better. I'm just yeah, saying that they say, are terrible. It could always get worse. It could get worse. It could absolutely get worse. And can I would always end, get worse. I won't be as brazen as to say that they are the worst. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, there's there's a Mitch McConnell on the wing somewhere, like, hold my beer. I could fuck this up way worse than they did. Yep. But yeah. You got Mr. Kushner over there establishing Palestinian peace. That's completely sarcastic. That shit's going to fucking crumble. It's, it sounds just see? as they, they, oxymoronic. They took more of the livable space of the Gaza Strip and then gave the people in the Gaza twice as much desert. And they were like, look, we're giving you more land. I'm just like, yo, you people are so fucking evil and disingenuous. <laughs> like, gosh. It makes me, it makes me wish that, that 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 the hell that is depicted in the Decameron was real. So that people that that do these kind of terrible acts in life can be assured an eternity <laughs> of fucking fire, man, because that shit is messed the fuck up. Yeah. Like, first of all, it's like, guys, why the fuck is America making a deal for for Middle East peace? Like, first of all, what the fuck? Like, what do you guys have to do with that? Second of all, isn't this problem literally caused because a bunch of white guys after World War II cut up the Middle East in a way that fucked it up? And then guess what? A bunch of white guys just came and cut up the Middle East again in a way that guess what it's going to do? Probably going to fuck it up.
1: I feel like I feel like this time everything's going to work out. We have an expert on the case. feel me?
0: We do got the kush. You
1: feel me? We got
0: the kush on the case. He's
1: been working pretty hard overseas, you know what I'm saying, making Ooh. trips, talking to people. You know what I'm saying, he's got all the answers to make sure this thing works out. Right, everybody who's working on this before rookies, amateurs—they don't even know what they were talking about. They don't even know where the Middle East is. They couldn't even point to that. They could even point it on the map. Bring me a map with things. no labels right now.
0: <laughs> they know that they have gutted the education system and that geography yes, is not something that's properly taught in American schools, and yet they want to be the assholes who are always yo, like, yo, "Can you point to Ukraine on a bring map?" Bring it up. Bring up the map. Put a map at. Like, bro, the only thing that you know any information on is an electoral map. So, <laughs> what the fuck? You can point out Ukraine on a map. So, what's your point?
1: Hey, man, everybody's got to have an ace in the back pocket that when a reporter gets to up you, slap him in the face, but it'd be like, find that shit on the map.
0: So you Have the map on your hand and slap him in the
1: pocket. Feel me? Exactly. Oh, she found it?
0: Oh. Oh, she knew exactly where it was? Oh. Give me another map, man. What's
1: I wasn't the, even here today.
0: What's the GPS local coordinates of that shit?
1: Yeah, what's the longitude, the latitude of Ukraine, bitch? That's what I thought. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. You, you still nothing.
0: But yeah, now when it, I just hope that I hope that when it comes to the Middle East, that something that something gives because we got to get the fuck out of there. America, that is needs to get out of there, and. You know, Bibi Netanyahu, Netanyahu is under investigation for corruption. The man is 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 an international war criminal. Like, and and to go back going back to what you said, he's aligning us with dictators. You know, this man murders Palestinians, doesn't have the support of his people, can't create a coalition government, but yet we negotiate with him to create lasting problems in that area. Like, I that's why no one has done anything so far. Like, I don't think that he realizes like the reason why nothing gets done is because nobody wants to make the problem fucking worse. And so by you taking this stance, you're only going to rush this problem to a head. And the problem is, is that you're supported by fucking Zionists and ex- and Christian extremists who are, who are trying to bring about the rapture. And I'm like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you people? That's hilarious. Like, what is wrong with you people? That's why Mike's Pence. That is why Mike's Pence supports. Trump. Mike Pence believes in the rapture and that if anyone's going to bring it about, it's going to be the Antichrist. This fucked hard, And so that's why he throws his lot in behind him. Mark my words. That's funny. That man is a religious zealot, Pence, and I can't come up with any other reason that somebody who claims to read the Bible would support him. Other than they see him as the harbinger of the end times in which they get to see their Lord in Christ. And so they're more than happy to work with the devil to bring about Jesus. I don't know. I'm making shit up. I'm theorizing, but that's the only thing that makes sense to me to be fair. They've been making shit up too. So (laughs) to be fair, everybody's making shit up. No, (laughs) (laughs) we'll
1: all be delusional together.
0: Why not? Shared delusions is the way to be. Yeah. And just to wrap up, um, I just want to talk about how Bloomberg is working the democratic system, bro. He is working the system, and the people are too stupid to see what he's doing. Yeah. He's over here talking about like, man, it really sucks that the debates are, are, are set up the way they are, man, because I'm not going to be able to get on those stages because, you know, I'm self-funding. They're keeping me off the debates because I'm a rich guy. How messed up is that? No one's keeping you off the fucking debate stage because you're a rich guy. You don't want to be on the debate stage because you know you can't defend any of the past shit you've done. Mm -hmm. So you're benefiting from not being on the the debate stage because not for nothing, them Bloomberg ads are fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God I have yet to see a single one. Bro, they are good. If I didn't know what kind of trash bag he was, man, would that be compelling, which is why he's rising in the polls. Those fucking ads are good, and they're proliferated.
1: Make sure you get your ad block. Feel me? I can't help you if you watch TV. I, I would just tell you to stop.
0: But well, and I think he's doing mostly online ads because they're more effective.
1: So if you got the internet, make sure you have the ad block. I have yet to see a single Bloomberg. Real ad. shit.
0: No, but see, I watch me? I watch um I watch YouTube on the on the Amazon TV. That's not an ad. Don't buy an Amazon TV. Don't buy that thing. Um but I watch it on that TV out there that's connected to the internet. And so there ain't no ad blocker for it, which That's how they get you. I know, man. Amazon dogs make know what? an ad blocker.
1: You know what I would do in situations like that? Hook a a, a laptop up to that TV and run yeah. everything from All the from laptops the laptop. that I could
0: use. That is the alternative. <laughs>
1: but that's just me though. I am I am ads offend me. Feel me? They they annoy me to oh, my 100%. Core.
0: You should ask Carolina. And I yell at the ads as they're yeah, on.
1: They they just bother me to like an irrational degree. So I just I, I don't fuck with ads at all.
0: So yeah, all that's to be said, be be mindful. Um Bloomberg is, is a liar. And, a and, rich and liar. He's a he's a plant. He's a plant. He's a Chinese plant. And let me tell you, if you think that America it's the society, the, the culture the the economy is under assault by China, you wait till you see a Bloomberg presidency. He will realign us straight in line with China. Nationwide stop and frisk. Bro that's I would love to laugh at that. It's way too tragic though. Because I do believe he would do that.
1: Yeah, people need to remember that's my nigga's legacy. Bloomberg is Mr Stop and Frisk. You feel me? Like despite everyone knowing the negative uh, uh, uh effects of that he was still
0: pushing it the entire time that he was mayor of new york you know what I and mean? it's scary because in in something i think something i see that i think other people see in him is that his his soft spoken demeanor belies a confidence that is it makes trump look like an insecure little girl it like bloomberg's confidence in his Machine and what he can do and what he could pull off, it you can hear it and when he speaks and he has this calm, just even keel tone. Like Azamandius. Like, yes. No. Exactly. Just like Ozymandias If you've never watched Watchmen, watch that movie. I highly recommend it. There's a character named Ozymandias that is just so superior to everyone around him that he is inflappable, and. That's what I get from Bloomberg, and that strikes me as not good. (laughs) That triggers me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like... mm. Because he knows some shit. Because you're not passionate about things that should make you passionate. Look at your AOCs. AOC will speak very calmly and articulately articulately to you about policy and legislation and all of those things. But when it gets to the point to be passionate about children being taken away from their kids, she raises her fucking voice. And I like that. And I like people who I can tell your passion. It, it's just part of the in, the the exchange between you and somebody who you can't contact, which you, you're listening to. And I don't get that from Bloomberg. And I think it's because there is no passion in him. <laughs> there's cool. There's cold, calculating confidence, but there is no passion. That's not him. But yeah, that's gonna go ahead and wrap it up for us today. I hope that you guys enjoyed the uh, the breadth and width of topics that we brought up. Had a lot of things that I wanted to, to get off the chest. Uh, but, yeah, really appreciate you guys for joining us. Always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So always learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do. Have a great one, guys. Peace. Take it easy.